0: Hello and welcome to the Deep Bible Studies podcast where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. Today we will be going through the second part of John 8, 39-47. You are of your father, the devil. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did, they said to him. We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. God was not their father spiritually. Jesus stressed that explicit criterion verifying the claim to be a child of God. And this goes to everyone who claims to be a child of God today as well, is love for his son, Jesus. Since God is love, those who love his son also demonstrate his nature. That was a quote or a comment from John MacArthur. To have true love is one to be born again in Christ. And we see this in the scriptures so much. For example, 1 John 4, Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And in this love, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that He has loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, God abides in him and he in God. So we have come to know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this is the love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is also, are we in this world. There is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. And if anyone says, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. So I know that was long, But the reason I wanted to read all of that is because we first have to understand that it is God's love that compels us to love Him. Therefore, if we do not love the Son, it is not that His love has completely compelled us. Therefore, we are not His children. Again, it is only by His grace and the faith that He gives us that we can truly abide in Him obviously that has free will we have free will to make that choice but we first have to understand the love that he had for us that he gave his only son and if we do not love his son it is because his love has not completely compelled us we have not truly understand the reality of that so we're not going to live in love and we're not going to love the son and we're not going to love people either and so that's very important because that shows the heart of this crowd they don't love the son because they are not Of the Father. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. To truly listen, hear, and understand the word of God, and for it to truly penetrate the mind and the heart, there first needs to be a softening by the Holy Spirit. Repentance and faith are only the work of God, and they are the product of the Holy Spirit's work. That is why we cannot boast about it. And why, when we listen, we truly need to understand. And that is why this crowd can't listen because they don't want to understand. They don't want to understand their sin. They don't want to understand that Jesus is the Messiah. Therefore, they don't care to hear. They just care to judge and to look past and judge Christ specifically. And you see that when they point out the assumption of sexual immorality from his mother. Verse 44 says, You are of your father, the devil and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out from his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. This is hard. This is a hard message, isn't it? And in his study Bible, Ray Comfort comments that the devil is called the God of this age, the ruler of this world the ruler of darkness and just side note, that is why you are either a child of God or an enemy of God, you cannot be both because the devil is the God of this age. He seeks to hinder the work of God and suppress God's word. He is a liar, the father of lies and a murderer. The devil is your adversary and a devourer. He is the promoter of pride, the stimulator of lust and the tempter. So that is why when we see those whose father is the devil, which at one point we all were the workers of lawlessness and the enemies of God, they inherit their father's traits. They live in darkness. Ali Bestucki uses this metaphor a lot that if someone is asleep and you turn on the lights, you're not going to be happy. You're going to be upset. You're going to feel threatened. You're going to not want to wake up. And you're going to want to go back into sleep. You're going to want to go back to the darkness. But... There are others who adjust their eyes to the light and they don't want to go back to sleep. They want to stay awake and they want to enjoy that. And so those who don't, we see this in the scripture that you're going to inherit your father's traits and if you live in darkness, you will inherit the traits of the prince of the air of darkness. In a way, this is what the father's role in every family and means and why it's so important we see this in the scriptures such as in proverbs where a father is the head of the house and is meant to instruct his children in the ways of the lord since they will inherit some of his traits as a father and a child of god he is called to instruct his children to love and have faith in their heavenly father And so, the Father's role in every child's life is so important. And I don't think it's a coincidence that God calls Himself the Father. Just that, God the Father. It is a personal relationship as well as a reverent relationship. And His children will be conformed and disciplined into the image of His Son. But the children of Satan will be conformed into His image and will be cast out for the rejection of the Son with a capital S, Jesus, and remain in darkness and lawlessness. And we see this in Matthew 25. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. They're pretty long, but we're going to go through it. Matthew 25, verse 21, starting there. Now, everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of the Father, who is in heaven, on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, they will prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So that was actually Matthew 7, and now we're going to Matthew 25, starting in verse 14. For it will be like a man going on a journey, referring to the kingdom of heaven, who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug it in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward bringing five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground, here, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed, then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So breaking down everything, I definitely think, again, it's in Matthew 25, you you can study it on your own. But just breaking down the interpretation of both of these passages together, you can understand the fact that there is either a slothful servant or a faithful and good servant. And both of those ground themselves upon the worship of the master, first of all. You see that the two faithful servants had a high view of their master because they knew their master But then the third servant didn't. He said that his master was a hard man. When in reality, his master gave him. His master was good with him. But out of his own greed and fear, he sinned against the master. Those whose father is the devil will do the works of the devil. But those whose father is God, the father, will do the works of the son who came to save them. Christ is the only mediator, and you cannot do the works of the Father unless you know the Son. And that comes from knowing Christ, faith in Him, and repentance from sins. Verse 45 says, But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? I tell you the truth. Why do you not believe me? So they pointed out that they believed Him to have an illegitimate birth, basically. But they could not point out a sin which is what would truly condemn him. Jesus never sinned, he fulfilled the law beautifully, being tempted in every way but never once sinned. Instead, he lived the perfect life of righteousness. And yet he died in the place of a sinner for the debt of sinners to be paid in full. On that cross, the most brutal death, he bore the wrath of God as the perfect sacrifice. And he died. He broke the curse of sin with his death Yet, as he stated and as the scriptures foretold, he rose again on the third day, beating death, paying the debt in full, and as God, he offered salvation from death itself and sin to all who turn away from their sins, repent and trust in him alone as their Lord and Savior. Verse 47 says, whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Here, he states his deity very clearly. He is God, for he hears the words of God the Father. And John 1, through 1-18 says it very clearly. We studied that from the very beginning of the podcast, but let's read it once more. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made Him known. You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com, where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram at Deep Bible Studies and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email contact at deepbiblestudies.com where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.